I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah! I am Alex Pearson, and it is that time in the week where we join our friend Tom Korski, managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. Very eventful week in Ottawa this week. It, it, it really has been, hasn't it, Alex? It really has been. I'm wondering how the week... Well, are you, are you, are you going to be uh, watching Mr. Zelensky? Uh, are you going to Parliament? Are you allowed there? Have you been totally well, blacklisted? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a fugitive from a chain gang, Alex. Well, not yet. I have my self-respect. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That will be the big story maker, I guess, is Zelensky. In, uh, t- he comes in town tonight. I think there are other big stories, actually, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't let that one distract you, all right? No, Meanwhile, no, no. Yeah. no. Uh, Bank of Canada, management, including the Governor Tiff Macklem, could face tighter public scrutiny if a private member's bill introduced in the Senate it gets by. I'm not sure it will, having, uh, you know, the Senate we do, but... They want to be able to fire the guy um, because he's made bad forecasts. This is really interesting. The sponsor is uh, Senator Diane Belmar from Quebec, and a very uh, earnest and serious legislator. It doesn't matter if the bill doesn't pass. It's significant mm-hmm. that it was tabled. Right. I haven't seen that before. What's going on? People are fed up, Alex. There has been for years a reputation the Bank of Canada has dined out on, that they are mysterious economic wizards that are capable of thoughts so profound it is beyond human comprehension. (laughs) And they drove this economy into a flaming wall. That's just accepted as Governor Macklem himself Mm -hmm. says, Sure, I guess we've made some mistakes. We didn't get everything right. They kept rates too low for too long, raised them too fast, too quickly. There, anyone you and I have discussed who took Governor Macklem's economic device is headed for the poorhouse. It was dreadful. And this is a senator Mm. on a bill that people will have to debate, consider, and vote on at least on second reading, that says we need greater public scrutiny. These people are not above Parliament, she said, quote, unquote. Once that's on the table, Alex, that concept changes everything. Well, there has to be accountability, which, as we, as we both know, is somewhere with the dinosaurs uh, in that town, um, you know, because he did make a very big mistakes, whether he's admitted it or not. I mean, when Pierre Polyebra suggested he be fired, people's heads lit on fire instead of actually looking and going, yeah, I can tell why people I can see why people are angry. I mean, it's not a small mistake. Um, having said that, uh, I'm not sure if anyone will even bother covering the story on it, but there should be a wall. I mean, the, the prime minister at his leisure, whoever that is, gets a lot of power in appointing positions that can tend to do a lot of cover for them or, or you know, allow them to meddle without getting involved. And I just think there should be, there should be a middle person or something in the middle. Well, and under Diane Belmar's bill, there will be six middle people. There are going to be external advisors with demonstrable 
uh, lack of conflicts of interest. They can't be bankers, obviously, who will sit on a on a panel of a economic uh, monetary policy committee that will set interest rates. Of course, Governor Macklem can sit in and take notes, but but this is the point. Because right now there's this arrangement where there are, we're led to believe, twice weekly confidential meetings between Macklem and Freeland. What goes on? No one knows. If you criticize Macklem, as you say, oh, tut tut, it looks like rain. How dare you criticize the big geniuses at the Bank of Canada who promised you that interest rates would stay low for a long time, that inflation was transitory. And by the way, he just promised, you recall, that there won't be a recession. Well, that mm-hmm. means we're all going to be sleeping in our cars, you know, if, if Macklem says it. Yeah, well, yeah, and they are, Tom. I will say that. There are, like, little communities of RVs now in places like Toronto where people are saying, I, I can't afford it. That, that is what people are doing. Yeah, they're not getting it done. I agree. The, the bank is not getting it done. No, and I, I guess we'll see on October 26th what he'll do next, but uh, people are hurting. And then you get this headline with David Johnston, once upon a time a rapporteur, on the whole Chinese interference. And, and the fact is, you know, we were told he'd be given all the tools he needs to do the job. Um, mm. Well, that, that tools is money. And he got a, a yeah. schwa- millions to do his job. And how? Yeah, three months on the job, awarded more than $4 million in sole source contracts to friendly contractors. One of them was his former press secretary. He needed a publicist mm. to uh, contact unnamed, uh, we asked, you wouldn't say, uh, the A-list, unnamed newspaper columnist to say good things about, can you guess, David Johnson. Mm. Johnson wanted to boost his profile. Gave a large contract, over $4 million to yeah, this is crazy. A, the uh, Tories LLP uh, uh, law the Toronto firm law, law Toronto, firm. Yeah. and his counsel at the law firm was a liberal donor. But hold on, $4.5 million for a six-month contract. I mean, I know law, it's a good lawyer's firm, and I know lawyers are expensive. But that is a lot. They're not that expensive. No, like not that much. You know, the, you know what's striking about this Everything? is Johnson. We always pointed out he was eighty-two. Mm-hmm. This was not to imply that he had lost mental faculties. It was to imply he liked to do it the old way. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is exactly what he did. And this is what worked in the seventies, Alex. If <laughs> you're a cabinet, you get into a scrape. What you do is you get a buddy from the the ski club who will have a fake investigation, hand out a bunch of contracts to guys he went to law school with, and then turn around and give a whitewash report, and everyone goes back to sleep. It worked like a charm. It doesn't work anymore. Maybe it's wishful thinking on my part. I like to think this is the twilight of the fake Ottawa aristocracy. I may be mistaken, but I can dream. You can dream. Yeah, that's an extraordinary amount. Meanwhile... More than half of foreigners told to get out of the country still here. And so I guess the Canadian Border Services is saying, don't worry, we're going to start deporting them. I'm so relieved, Tom, so relieved. Auditors have been on this for years. Every time there's another damning audit, the Canada Border Services Agency says exactly what you just said. They're on it. We really mean business this time. These are people who are ordered out of Canada. Get out. They have typically... There are numerous, thousands of cases involving criminal conduct. Some of them are literally fugitives. And the Canada Border Services Agency loses track of them. So this was a request from conservatives. Is this above and beyond the permanent residents, that they, they, the, the million? Oh, oh, for, no, forget about permanent residents. These, these are people who have no business here. 
they, 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 they crossed illegally. They have criminal records. They tried. They filed a fake refugee claim. A court said, get the hell out. And the Canada Border Services Agency loses track of them. More than half. Last year, 53% of people named in deportation orders were still in Canada. Mm-hmm. About 10% left voluntarily. Who knows why? <laughs> because they're, they're never apparently going to catch you. This goes back to an audit four years ago. It drives MPs crazy. The lack of accountability here is shocking. Well, it is shocking, yet not surprising. Uh, and again, uh, it's only through these audits that we finally get uh, some of the actual uh, numbers. Well, always delivering, Tom. Always appreciating it. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. That's Tom Korski. They are subscription-based over at Blacklocks and worth every single a penny.